Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I was fascinated last week that Jerry was pounding Egg McMuffins like it was his job and dosing them with salt because he didn't care because he's 80. How about that? What better, shrimp cocktail or Egg McMuffin? Don't waste our time. It's Egg McMuffin all day. And don't get me started about those puny little cocktail rings that you buy. They're disgusting. Much. Egg McMuffin's good anywhere. That's right. It's the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Thank you, Rick Regan. Hello, everybody. Welcome inside the RP Show. We are broadcasting live on Game Plus Television. It's going to be a very good day today. Really good day. We're on WQEE Radio in Atlanta, and I got my Dirty Birds Falcon shirt on today. How about them? They're on our roll. How about that? And, we're, yeah, we're also there on podcast is. and YouTube Live. Let's bring in Darren Moose DuPont. He's in Toronto, and he's ready to rock. How you doing, Moose? What's up with you in the last 22 hours? Did I miss something? Get out of here Anything? with those. Get out of here with the Falcons this week. Get out of here. They play the Titans this week. Going to have our way. When I say we, I mean the Atlanta Falcons, right? Ryan O'Radio going to have our way with the Tennessee Titans. Um, you know, it's funny you say that. Great foreshadowing there because on Thursday night football, as we approach the midway yeah. point, uh, kicking off tonight, it is the Buccaneers and the Bills. Very big game there. Um, we're nearing the midway point of the NFL season. I want to get people's take on what are our generalizations? What are our, we're past the overreactions, I think. What are our generalizations and realizations of our favorite NFL teams in the season and all? But um, come a very big day today. Ted Nolan, as uh, Moose knows, and a lot of our viewers, former NHL coach of the year, Ted Nolan will be joining us of Buffalo Sabres fame. And he's got a new book out, Life in Two Worlds. Great work by Clark, the guest booker, to line this up with Ted Nolan and the book company. And uh, we're very excited to hear from him. I've always been a fan of Ted Nolan's. And I know that Matthew Barnaby is a big fan of Ted Nolan's. And Matthew Barnaby is a good friend of mine. So any friend of Barney's is a friend of mine. He speaks glowingly of Ted Nolan in his book. We're excited about that. Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario product coming up later in hour one. In hour two, TSN's Dave Poulin. I'm a very big fan of Pooley. He's been making the rounds and he'll stop on this show to talk NHL today. Scott Barney, the head coach of the Humboldt Broncos, will be with us. Moose is going to be doing that interview as I have to adjourn a little later. So, yeah, it's a busy day. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? We'll we'll jump right into the topics. And it's interesting here. We got a little something for everybody. We continue to be the golden corral of sports talk. That's never changed. You know what? Yeah, let me just jump into this topic. Now is not viewer takeover time. Because I'm thinking about comments that came in from the viewers yesterday. A lot of my best retorts come hours later when I have a chance to think about it. But um, I'm going to start with this. Number one, the Texas Rangers and Arizona Diamondbacks took long, bumpy roads back to the World Series. But for both of these long-shot pennant winners, it's become part of their DNA. Texas hasn't played in the World Series since twice being within one strike of winning it in 2011 against the Cardinals. 
Their Texas Rangers have never won the World Series, Darren, and the Diamondbacks are back on baseball's biggest stage for the first time since 2001. When Luis Gonzalez's ninth-inning single off Yankees closer Mariano Rivera in Game 7 earned the franchise its only ever title. 20 years? 22 years? Man, time flies, brother. And I'm wondering where Canada is because that's the basis of our audience. We're on national television up there on Game Plus Television. 31 states in the U.S., including this wonderful state of Florida. And I'm wondering if you're as into it or your circle because I heard on the radio, I was just driving around yesterday, and I heard this, that the Rangers had never won a World Series. And I'm like, I'm not the biggest baseball guy. I would have thought that they had won a World Series. So all of a sudden, my interest has picked up. And it is our poll question today for Key Auto Group. Before I get Darren's point on this or thoughts on this is, are you into the World Series, into this World Series 2023? i got to be honest with you, I am. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed about your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. Put me down for a yes, brah. I'm into it, and I will be watching. I don't think I got anything else on Friday night when game one's on. We'll see how long that lasts. But for now, it's a, it's a yes for me, dog. How about you? Yeah, for all the same reasons that you said, it's a yes for me, too. You know, I was a little disappointed that the Phillies never made it into the World Series that they lost in Game 7 after going up early two games and then going up 3-2 because I wanted to see Bryce Harper win a a championship. He's been so good uh, for the Phillies. He's been so good for baseball and hasn't won a championship. Um, So I thought he, you know, would have been great to see him in it. But you mentioned now, you know, the Diamondbacks since all one. I'm like, man, it'd be great to see they deserve it again. You know, it's been a long time. And then you say Texas has never won. And, you know, uh, I've got some friends down there in that area in, in Texas that uh, big baseball fans, too, probably going to be at the game. It'll be a lot of fun for them. So this is going to be great. And I think uh, there's a lot of great storylines. Yeah, well, see, we're a product of our environment and we're spending way much more time on baseball than I normally would. But the reason I say we're a product of our environment sports is a business and we're in a competition it's all one big game so i was listening to fox 640 fox south florida and on the radio the hosts were saying they you know the critics are saying there's no yankees there's no red sox there's no dodgers there's no braves these aren't iconic franchises america's not gonna watch and the guy was like then why do we have any other teams then the host Do we not like the freshness of this and the opportunity to have a Texas Rangers team that's never won a World Series before? Quite to to the hockey, yeah, to relating it. I think we are all really gathered in when the Washington Capitals were in the Stanley Cup final or the St. Louis Blues or the Vancouver Canucks rooting for them. As as soon as I heard the Rangers had never won a World Series because I thought they had, I immediately perked up and thought, I'm into this. There's a story. Cares about the damn Yankees. Anyways, moving on, we're both saying yes. And I was sold because of what the hosts on the radio were saying. So, Chuck, free commercial right there for MLB. To point two, there are six Canadian teams taking to the ice tonight in NHL play. The Montreal Canadiens host Columbus. The Winnipeg Jets play at Detroit. The Ottawa Senators visit New York to face the Islanders and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Make the trip south to face Dallas. Also tonight, the Edmonton Oilers welcome the New York Rangers and the Calgary Flames host St. Louis. So let's just 
settle in on this NHL for a second, more than a second, and I will tell you that our hockey coverage is brought to you in part by Common Crown Brewing Company out of Calgary, Alberta, Canada. We love them so much. Turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca because they know the best beer is the one that's earned the official beer of the RP show. Where do we start on this delectable buffet that is the National Hockey League? Oh, I don't. My, my, my brain just froze because there's so many things. I mean, that's just the Canadian teams. Seattle Kraken. Sorry, San Jose Sharks are in Tampa Bay. Seattle Kraken are at Carolina. Uh, there is the breaking news today. I'm not as interested in this as everybody else. Uh, the NHL has suspended Shane Pinto of uh, the Ottawa Senators for... Uh, did, you must have seen the notification. Yes. Uh, something involving gambling. I looked at that and I'm like, oh, sucks to be him. Moved on. I know this will be the flavor of the day story across Canada and NHL circles in the States, but I don't really care. The guy broke the rules. He'll get suspended and he wasn't playing anyway. So that's what I have to say about that. You? What was the suspension? 41 games, I think, was the number. Um, so, 41. for me, yeah, extremely significant suspension in terms of the length. But this is the first suspension for gambling in league history. So, I mean, bravo to the NHL for coming out, I think, and saying, you know, we're taking it seriously, and we're going to give a big suspension right out of the gate, and hopefully this is a non-issue moving forward. Sending a message right away. And we move on. I don't know that there's much more um, outside of that. They handled it well. Broke the rules. Uh, that's not go. even, that's the breaking news today. I don't want to spend any time on this. I saw one commentator write on Twitter that Connor McDavid and Wayne Gretzky are in gambling commercials and you're suspending Shane Pinto for allegedly gambling. I'm confused. <laughs> so the NHL and pro <laughs> sports have not quite yet figured out how to navigate around the gambling issue. So, again, sucks to be Shane Pinto, to be honest with you. Like anybody that gets in trouble, you did the crime, you got to pay the time. Hopefully, you'll learn from it. Now, so moving on. Today, one of my favorite activities is rowing. I row 7.5K almost every day, which it's not a lot, but it's, a, it's 30 minutes to do that, and I feel great afterwards. And I've been putting on an NHL radio, listening to it, and I really love it. Scott Laughlin, obviously Gord Stelectricity, who's not returning our messages to come on this show. For whatever reason, I've never met the guy. And Bruce Boudreaux, they were all on together. And they were talking about some interesting things in the NHL. And one was that the Edmonton Oilers, the other night in Minnesota, took three too many men penalties. And I've seen that you probably are aware of this because you live in Canada. I'm sure everybody's talking about it. And by the way, if anything tickles your fancy as we roll along here, write us 902-518-3033, 902-518-3033 to follow along with our discussion for EMJ Marketing. They'll provide the perfect keynote speaker for your event. Contact Joe there at emjmarketing.com. Looks like me and Kale McCarr are coming to Lethbridge next summer for an event, so I can't wait for that. Trying to stay on topic here. So they put it to Bruce Pedro. This is why, folks, you do need analysts or a very good host. Because Scott Laughlin and Gord Stella couldn't figure out why would you take three too many men penalties. And my thinking, before I even heard Gabby, Bruce Pedro on there, was that their heads simply aren't into it. I don't know why, but that's a mental thing. That is no more than a mental thing. And Boudreau took it one step further and said they're too distracted on the bench. He would know... 
He's been on all the benches and seen how things have changed. You know how they're, when he said they're distracted, I thought he meant by things going on in the arena because I have heard that from coaches. There's so much going on in NHL arenas now that the players do get caught looking in the, but no, he, it's not that. Boudreaux said it's the iPads. They're too busy going over their last shift. Oh, I'm up, I'm up. Miss your line change or just somehow screw it up. That's how technology has one reason how it screwed up the game. That was Boudreaux's explanation, and who knows whether he's right or not, but he'd have a far better opinion than any of us. Um, how do you feel about that? <laughs> you know, he would know, and I, and I would first thought yeah. I'd be like, wow, that's interesting, and B, there needs to be a system for that. I mean, obviously, you need to communicate better. Um, every team's looking at video on the bench. Every team's got the iPads out, but that's the only team that had three too many men penalties in one game. Hasn't been an issue for anybody else, I would say. I would say that's an oiler problem to figure out how to manage this better and be more effective with it. Uh, yeah, well, fair, but they're the ones that got caught. You know, that's as a guy that's gone to multiple SGI, that's Saskatchewan Government Insurance Sponsored Drivers Education Classes as an adult, I could find every reason in the book why I sped. If you looked at my driver's abstract, it was speeding, 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 speeding. And I always had an excuse. Uh, but what was it? Everybody else can, com can comply with a speedy limit. Why can't you, Rod? Well, because I'm special. No, you're not. Whack. I actually used to believe that I was. I know now that I'm not. But no, so you're, what you're saying is the other 31 teams can comply. Why can't the Edmonton Oilers? Well, it's exactly what you're saying. And you're right. That's if Boudreaux's right. And I think that he is right. I mean, that's one reason why people wonder why we don't do more coverage of football because I spent so much time, uh, have spent so much time in the CFL, but I never played football. With hockey, I had Sportsnet actually said to me this, I was thinking about this the other night. You know this. You're about the only guy that knows other than members of my family. I fiddled and farted around with networks and teams in the NHL for a long time. When the time was right for them, it wasn't for me. When it was right for me, it wasn't for them. But Sportsnet said, you can do it all, man. You can be the analyst. You can do the play-by-play. -play. You can host the panel. You can do it all. And I'm like, yeah. But I was feeding a family of five, and I couldn't live and support them on what they were offering. Uh, so I had to say no. But now that's why I'm enjoying analyzing it now because I'm not at that point in my life. JP writes in 902 uh, text line, whereas he's in Courtney, BC. He says the orders need to play as a team, and that's the bottom line. And JP also says, he goes, you guys need to add some smoke to your show. Bring back Sid 6-0. JP, if you think that our show's lacking something, I encourage you not to watch. Sid 6-0 is a good friend of mine. We worked together at the score 20-some years ago. But the way Sid does things isn't the way that I do things. So if you think we're lacking because we need to bring on Sid 6-0, I suggest you go around the corner and give yourself a spanking. We're not changing anything. But thank you. You know what you need to do? Oh, I'm not, I don't have time for that. Not only today, Darren, or ever again. Because... Just imagine, I say it many times, I walked into McDonald's, hey, this is what you guys, I can't even get it out of my mouth with a straight face. This is what you guys need to do with your burgers, McDonald's. You know what they would do? There's the freaking door. 
loser. So thanks, JP, but keep your comments for how we could improve the show to yourself. Having said all that, Rick Sawatsky writes in and says, uh, great show. <laughs> Looking forward to Ted Nolan's book. See? Uh. Ryan in New York. This is interesting. He says, happy uh, Thursday, Rod Squad. I'm switching things up and watching on Game Plus today. I hope you and the squad have a great day and enjoy whatever sports you watch tonight. Yes, the state of New York, Altus Cable, were very big in the Empire State on Game Plus Television, where I believe Anthem Sports, our parent company, has head offices there in New York. Anyways, I'm not done with the NHL topics yet. This guy derailed me. We got NFL notes to get to, a few CFL, Raptors, and did you know that the MLS playoffs have begun? Uh, lots to talk about. We'll be right back. We are live on the aforementioned Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, guys, RP here, and I'm proud to be teaming up again with Manscaped this fall, the worldwide leader in below-the-waist grooming. Look, sponsors want people pushing their products who actually use them, and I'm that guy. I've been using the lawnmower for years. Not just your typical clipper. Its contour design and no clunky cords eliminate all the hassle when you're doing your own manscaping in the bathroom. And please tell me you do that. But then for guys my age, you're going to want to add the Weed Whacker 2.0 to your shed. It's for ears, nose, and anywhere else that hair grows where you don't want it. Let's face it, we don't want to admit it, but it's a fact. Just one hair out of place, in the wrong place, can be the end of it. So here's what you do. Go to manscaped.com right now and use the promo code THERPSHOW. All one word. It's live right now. If you tried to buy these products separately, you'd be paying hundreds of dollars, but you'll pay a fraction with the promo code THERPSHOW and get them all in one package. 
The promo code VRP Show gets you 20% off your order and free shipping. Care about yourself, for God's sakes. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code VRP Show. You can thank me later. RP Show continues, and as always, the text line is open, or at least it's open for these two hours that we're on the air. I don't check it when we're off the air. Sorry to disappoint you. 902-518-3033, and uh, the Edmonton Oilers, as we mentioned, home to the St. Louis Blues. Sorry, they are home to the Rangers tonight. Why did I write down the Blues? Blues are in Calgary. Anyways... If we bring, I'm in South Florida, as you see, Darren's in Tirana, and Jim Shogren in Osoyoos, B.C. writes in regarding the Oilers, and he says, the Oilers need Grant Fear. I forgot he's 61 years old, but he'd still be their best goalie. Got a sound effect for that guy? Yeah, thank you. Um, the show... He needs to understand, Darren, as you know, and the regular members of the Rod Squad know, it moves fast. It bangs, baby. We addressed, we addressed this yesterday. You guys want to talk about that the Oilers goalies suck? We addressed it yesterday. Darren, I don't want to be that show that sits and talks about the same thing every day. Am I right I or wrong in that, in, that, no. in that thinking, do you think? Maybe I'm the one that's out to lunch. I don't know. Very good chance I mean, of that. Yeah, we could. We could sit and talk about it every day, and it would be great. Oilers fans would love it. Um, I think the yeah. rest of the league wants talk about every team. So we do have to budget our time. We only have two hours a day. Like you say, we could talk two hours on that. We could talk two hours on Thursday night football tonight. Um, but we do have to budget the time and try and uh, get as much out of this show and get as many people involved and interested in what we're talking about. That's why it's so refreshing and nice what we do. We don't spend a lot of time on all these topics. Um, but I also understand, because I've seen our numbers in Western Canada, just what you just said. But it's not a goaltending issue. And to be honest, I had a guy write me about Grant Fuhr. Bill is his name, and he's in Winnipeg. And he just said, well, you know, Grant Fuhr had a goals against average over 4.00. That wouldn't win him any games in today's NHL. Well, guess what, bro? This, he's not playing in today's NHL. And I have talked to Grant Fuhr about it. And he laughed. <laughs> He laughed. So it's Bill from Winnipeg. It's not like you're doing anything wrong because I asked the same question. And I said, watch your, show, your toes, Darren. I'm going to drop some names here. <laughs> I was hanging out with Fierzy one time and Martin Brodeur. And I said, Fierzy, what, you know, you had a pretty lofty goals against. He's like, I'm in the Hall of Fame. I've got five Stanley Cups. Who cares? It's about winning. And that... To take it one step further, it's the fantasy football that I just can't get into. Good morning, Allie from Texarkana. I just can't get into the fantasy stats because it's so different than the what coaches and GMs actually measure the players on. It's, it's, it's wrong. I look at college football with these gargantuan point spreads going into Saturday where college teams are expected to win by 30 points over their opponent. If they don't win by 30, they're looked at as a failure. And they'll slide in the rankings. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, and nobody cares. Uh, right. Do you think... I, the one thing that I did here on NHL radio this morning with Laughlin and Boudreaux was that Jay Woodcroft is trying to instill a defensive system in Edmonton. And that it's not going over too well. Well, no guff. 
I can sit here and talk about that. And I, I, I don't know. I guess Woodcroft had said that, or maybe the guys said it by watching them practice. Here's the thing. Playing defense isn't fun. You know that, Darren. I can't speak for the yes. football side of things, but in hockey, it's hard. Taking away the middle of the ice in your own zone, keeping the front of the net clear, that's hard. They're used to being thoroughbreds. It's secretariats going at it at the other end, scoring. That's fun. Playing defense ain't fun. But Woodcroft realized last year, why did they lose to the Vegas Golden Knights? I was talking to a guy in Vegas today. He's like, are the Golden... He did, he's not with the Golden Knights, but he was, he's in Vegas. And he looks at the gaze of football guy. He doesn't know hockey, but he's like, do we have that many stars on our team in Vegas? I'm like, no, you don't. Kelly McCrimmon, I've known him since I was 16. He's spread his money throughout the lineup to get the best depth at all positions. And we didn't even know who Aiden Hill was. Even a year ago. And he wins the Stanley Cup for Vegas. Who did, you don't see them <laughs> whining in Vegas uh, that they don't have a star goalie. Do you have any thoughts on that? They were on their fifth or sixth goalie. Um, you know, you're right. Like, as an offensive player, um, every time you only have a limited number of shifts. Like, if you're at the top of your game, you're playing 20, 22 minutes a night, right? You only have X number of shifts, and every shift is a chance to go out and score a goal. It's really tough as an offensive player to say, I'm going to come in below the hash marks and play defense, and I'm going to have a defensive shift, and I'm not going to try and score this shift. You know, that's really hard for those guys to do. They're kind of waiting at the blue line. Can I go yet? Can I go yet? Can I go yet? Can I go yet? Give me the puck. Give me the puck because I want to go score. They don't really want to come back down and play defense. They want to be the guy who gets the pass and goes up the ice. So it is. It's a big shift. It's going to take time if they're going to move to a defensive system for it to instill. But when they do, Edmonton hopefully will turn the corner. Oh, 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 oh. Great analysis by you. And if I may, great analysis by me. And my mind went down three different roads. Yeah. One is on the Sid Sixero thing. The guy wants Sid Sixero to be a guest on our show. And I love, like, I love Sid, but he's an angry Leaf fan. It's like, you don't have enough angry Leaf fans on the air everywhere. You need to put them on here. There's enough angry Leaf people out there. Steve Dangle leading the list of those. I appreciate that. But listen, I do the talking. You do the watching. JP in Courtney, BC. So that's one. Um... Of course, then my mind just went off track here again. Oh, well, day. Oh, Calgary. I love it. And Edmonton, too. Any city. But I'm, I'm just watching what's coming out of Calgary. They're just dumping on Huberdeau. Can I say one thing? It's a little like the Chicago Bears. And I, I, I don't want to tick off the flames. We've got a great relationship with them. And a little of this has more to do with the media and the fans than it does the actual flames themselves. But Kachuk, not that he had a bad time in Calgary. He was an all-star 100-plus point player. But he comes to Florida and flourishes. He's the face of the franchise. Um, Gaudreau wanted out there, and he was a star. Huberdeau was, we talked about this yesterday, here in Florida was almost the face of the Panthers. He was the longest-serving Panther. I think he was heartbroken that he was traded. Jacob Markstrom had this wonderful season in Vancouver, so the Flames threw all this money at him. Was it six or seven million a year? And he hasn't been the same guy since he's got there. Are you guys seeing what I'm seeing? 
and that is star players go down the toilet when they come to Calgary. And when star players leave Calgary, they flourish. But you want to sit there and point the finger at the players all the time. And Toronto might have a little to do with that, too, in terms of that they haven't won a Stanley Cup. But I'm just saying, I'm just sitting there. They're lighting all these players on fire with the Calgary Flames. I'm like, you guys don't see it. It's like Chicago with the Bears. They're, they're trying to do that to Justin Fields. They're saying he's the problem. The problem was in Chicago long before Justin Fields showed up. The problem was in Calgary long before Jonathan Huberto showed up. They're saying Kadri looks like he wants to go back to Colorado. You know what? He probably does. What do you think about that? I'm a big I'm a believer in situation and environment. And player X has success in location A, but doesn't have success in location B. Why is that, right? It, he didn't be, like, forget how to play hockey overnight. Something changed. And what changed? The environment changed. So sometimes the environment gets better, sometimes it gets worse. Some people like working from home, some people like working from the office. If you figure out where you're not productive and why you don't like to work there, then you need to examine what is it about that environment that is not right for me. And it could be, you know, stuff in the city. It could be stuff within the rink. It could be stuff within the staff. It could be stuff within the locker room. It could be a million different things, but you need to examine why it's not working. He didn't, so these players don't just forget how to play hockey overnight. No, but it's, they, they can't see it because they're in, they're in the forest. And I get out of the forest. I like to go in and out of the forest. It's the best place to be. It's the best view. John Ohm. Ohm says, I'm a happy-go-lucky Winnipeg Jets fan. Yeah, you're happy when they're winning. Like every other fan. Which, by the way, Mark Chipman was interviewed the other night and said that the Jets aren't leaving. I'll say this again. What's he going to say? Uh, from Jamie watching in Cold Harbor, Nova Scotia, the home of Sidney Crosby. Jamie says, the Bears are underachieving. A topic for Tory Gurley on Football Friday. Yes, we'll get him on. And the third road that I was going down was this. I finally figured it out, as you know. Serena and I host the Cats and Bolts podcast where we talk Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning. Because I know the audience in Canada doesn't care about those teams. But I also know the audience in Florida does. So I put it out to the audience today, Darren. What do you want to talk about? What do you want Serena and I to talk about on the Cats and Bolts podcast, which we're taping later today? Do you know what the topics were? How come John Cooper's never won Coach of the Year? which incidentally Ted Nolan has, and he'll be with us next segment. Is the Battle of Florida still a thing? Because we're not hearing a whole lot about it, and the Panthers and Lightning don't play again until December 27th. Is it still a thing? Uh, how do you feel about Matthew Kachuk's goalless drought? We talked about this yesterday. Can you imagine if Chucky was still in Calgary and went six games to start the season without scoring? They'd be lighting him on fire too. Here, nobody knows or cares. Meanwhile, he's skateboarding to the rink and happier than a pig in slop. So, yeah, we're doing that later on today. Now, again, this is why I save. I don't go through all the topics in the opening warm-up here. Save some for next uh, hour. And there are questions coming in from the audience, but we can't get to those. We don't have time here. 
We'll push them till later. Point three, the Buffalo Bills host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tonight in Thursday night football. The Bills have gone four and three so far, coming off a loss to the lowly New England Patriots. The Bucs, meanwhile, have lost two in a row. They're three and three, trying to avoid going below 500. So these are two teams that need a win tonight. Do you have a thought on this game? Um, I'll be watching a little bit of it tonight, but there's a lot of, I think, better NHL games on that I'll be watching. It's pretty marquee. Josh Allen versus Baker Mayfield. Maybe worthwhile it watching. Yeah, it is. Uh, I know that Buffalo at betregal.ca is bigger, uh, the favorite. And I believe it's by, is it six and a half or eight and a half that Buffalo is favored? Um, but either way, I look at who wants it more, right? Who needs the win more? And to be honest, you said it, they both need a win. But I think Buffalo needs it more because I think the expectations in Buffalo are higher than they are in Tampa. And coming off of the loss they had to a division rival in New England, I think Buffalo needs a bounce back to show not just the fan base and the league, but people within that locker room that they're for real and they're serious about this season. So I think it's a lot on the line for Buffalo. Bills, nine and a half point favorites tonight over Tampa Bay at Bet Regal. I got the app right here. Deal or no deal? Um, I'll take the deal for the reasons I mentioned. They need it more. Wow. How about you, Joe Lazito, the biggest Bills fan I know? I'd like to know whether he's taking the deal or not. Quickly, CFL, because as somebody has told me, the only people that care about the CFL is Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. I understand that, but that's also our top two cities for viewership. (laughs) So... So I got word today, Jason Shivers will interview to become the next coach of the CFL Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers announced their roster for Friday night's meaningless game at Calgary, final game of the regular season. Zach Caleros will not start for the Bombers. We'll see you in hour two, Moose. See you then. On the way today, Dave Poulin of TSN. Also, Scott Barney, the head coach of the Humboldt Broncos. But next, Ted Nolan to talk about his new book, Life in Two Worlds. Stick around. We'll be right back on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Guys, Manscaped has done it again. This fall, the worldwide leader in men's below-the-waist grooming has come out with the Handyman Facial Razor. Like all their products, it's innovative and unique. It's compact and sleek, which makes it easy to fit into your shaving kit for road trips. Plus, it charges via USB. What'll they think of next? And right now, with the promo code VRPSHOW, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's promo code VRPSHOW. Make life easier and drive the ladies wild. Get to manscaped.com today. RP Show continues. Broadcasting from South Florida. Panthers off today, but the lightning home tonight to the San Jose Sharks. Again, San Jose will try to get their first win of this NHL season. Can't see it happening tonight. Well, I'm going to tell you our next guest I'm a longtime fan of. Can we bring him on the screen? Ted Nolan, an author now, Life in Two Worlds. We all know the... Listen, Ted, I only know the hockey Ted Nolan. And I should first say that Matthew Barnaby is a very good friend of mine. He loves you. So if you're a friend of his, I got to say you're a friend of mine. 
And I've been wanting go. to chat with you for years. Well, thank, thank you for the time, Ted. And I just want to say, what is up with you? What's going on in the life of Ted Nolan, the book and everything else? Well, well th first of all, Rod, thanks for having me on. Uh, you know, things have been uh, really good for the last uh, number of years. I, I hooked up with my, my son, Jordan, just left, uh, left the room here a little while ago. Uh, you know, he played, he was lucky enough to win a couple of cups with LA and, uh, and Brandon, my youngest boy, my oldest boy, he played with Carolina for a little bit. So together we, we created a, a three Nolans, uh, hockey program. And what we go into a lot of remote first nation communities here in Canada, uh, kind of like your native Americans in the States, but, uh, we go into a lot of, uh, uh underprivileged, uh, communities and, and do some schools with them and, and other, other places also. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. I love it. I love it. I love it. What's the number one sport in those First Nation communities? Because I know there's a lot of lacrosse players coming out of there. Uh, is hockey rival lacrosse for, or is hockey number one? Well, in, in Southern Ontario, uh, lacrosse, I think it's a little bit ahead of uh, a little bit ahead of hockey, but uh, not not too much. But hockey's a it's prevalent sport in here. You know, one of my uh, childhood uh, uh, best places to play. We we created this little NHL league it was called the little native hockey league and it was created in uh geez in 70 early 70s and i was on uh, on one of the first uh, teams to ever participate and, and the reason for it because a lot of our uh, players like myself went into cities to to try to play on on teams but for whatever reason we weren't able to to play and and get that experience of traveling with the team staying in a hotel so what our elders did at the time is they created this little nhl tournament and uh, so that was uh, brings back a lot of but hockey's a huge huge sport in our in our first nation communities what are you teaching most uh, hockey skills life skills or a combo of both well you know the the hockey is the trick to get them there because uh, they all love hockey but uh, once we get them there we, we really talk about the importance of of education the importance of uh of believing in yourself and, and achieving goals it doesn't matter where you're from and how much money you have it's the, it's that will and desire inside that's going to dictate who you and just a strong belief in who you are i'm not too sure if you heard too much about the uh residential school uh situation that, that happened here in canada but it's really really big so a lot of uh trauma from the from the past it's kind of generational trauma that's been passed down so to go in and and have a little shed of light to, to bring in uh, a little little bit of hope so when, when they see a, a person like me who's lived the exact same uh environment that they did uh maybe maybe it'll be an inspire inspiration then all of a sudden you, you see my two sons and others uh doing doing some magical things so it's just a, a way to give back and, and to inspire I'll tell our producers in Atlanta and Toronto, boys, this interview might go a little long. I won't keep it too long, Ted, but I got so much to say. I'm a licensed mental health and addiction recovery coach, so I know that DNA is, uh, holds trauma in it. And the First Nations community is number one in that. So trust me, I know that. So I guess my next thing for you is I think of you as an overcomer, longtime junior hockey guy here, and I worked in the CFL too, but I look at your resume, Memorial Cup winning coach and uh, coach in the National Hockey League, played in the Nas National Hockey League. You are an overcomer. When did you realize that you were overcoming all these things? Because I'm guessing in life you were just doing it. You didn't realize you were knocking these barriers over, or maybe you did. You know, Rod, I'm glad you brought up mental health because a lot of the 
the situation I was born, I was born into a large family, a family of six sisters and five brothers. And, and times were kind of lean at the time. But the one, uh, one thing that I really enjoyed doing uh, to get away from all the chaos once in a while was, was to play hockey. I made my own rink in my backyard, uh, learned how to skate on skates that were size uh, eight. My feet were size probably three or whatever. But anyway, I, I just fell in love with the sport, and it just kind of took me away from everything. And, and the more and more I played it, the, uh, the better I, I got and, and uh, had better opportunities. I, I went out, tried out with the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds when I was 17, 16 years old. And uh, uh, next year, you know, playing alongside with Wayne Gretzky on that same team. So the, the more you see, the more opportunities it just uh, created. And then, uh, but coaching is one of those things that I never really uh, planned on doing. It just kind of fell in my lap. I was so tired of, of the sport when I, when I did retire, when I was 26 years of age for the, because of a back injury, I was just so tired of, uh, of, you know, fighting all the time, trying to, you know, overcoming some of the, the name calling and, you know, especially with the, how, how the situation ended up in Buffalo it was just, uh, it was just gone awful so to but to to get into involved with coaching after my playing career was was a blessing yeah well you're skimming the top of it and i want to say this i worked in the western hockey league for 20 years there is not i never found a guy that would say a bad word about ted nolan like that buffalo thing i don't know what happened barney doesn't even really seem to know what happened barney people love you ted <laughs> i don't know what happened you know but have you realized at some point Everything happens for a reason. Have you reconciled that or not? No, no question. Like I said, I think we all go through certain things too. And, you know, uh, even this book, I mean, I, I never, I, I never chose to, to write a book. I, I wanted to bury what happened in, in the past and, and, and uh, you know, had, not having answers to, to what happened myself. So, but uh, I did an interview a couple years ago and I did it on truth and reconciliation. And uh, halfway through the interview, I, I just got so emotional. Like the emotion just kind of poured out of me and it, and it kind of flashed back when I was a kid going through what I went through and then junior hockey going through and minor pro and then all of a sudden in, in Buffalo and all those things just kind of kind of flooded out and and then uh, someone from uh, Penguin Books saw the interview thought it would be an interesting uh, interesting story to tell and and I was sure glad they, they reached out because it, it's more than just a poor boy makes good story it's a, it's about uh, acceptance about understanding of, of different uh, different races who we are and, and and where we come from because you know everybody just assumes that that they know about people but they they really don't was it cathartic for you therapeutic in a way to do this it, it was very, very therapeutic because, you know, we, we start off the book by me kicking the, the, the Jack Adams trophy downstairs and you hear the metallic sound and or dramatic. But, you know, at the time I, I was in a very dark place. I was very, I was frustrated. I was angry. I didn't know how to, how to, how to release some of the anger because I, I never talked to a, a mental health specialist before. Then going through, you know, the reasons they let me go in Buffalo and people started believing all this stuff. You know, I, I was drunk at practice. I, I got the general manager fired i mean i was only 20 30 something years old how am i going to do it i'm a second year coach <laughs> you know uh, you know those, those type of things just uh, it really and i turned down a three-year contract and so I, I just held all this stuff in and i knowing it's 
all untrue. So when they, they wrote me, so it was a great therapeutic thing to release and say, no, I didn't uh, turn down a three-year contract. No, I didn't get the general manager fired. No, I didn't uh, show up to practice strong. So it was just very th therapeutic. And, and that one probably hurt the most, Rod, is, is the drunk at practice because, you know, it's kind of derogatory against our people that were, were drinkers. And and uh, my mother was, was killed, tragically killed by a drunk driver when I was only uh, 20, 21 years of age. Uh, so I, I spoke out against uh, uh, drinking and drunk driving and all that stuff. So to hear that comment, that's that's one that probably hurt the most. Uh, I don't know why people say these things, and uh, we have no control over them, obviously, but they do so much damage. And, you know, you asked if I knew about the residential school thing. I knew about the Cowessus, which is 40 miles outside of Regina, but when the Kamloops came up, I was golfing the next day with Chief Edmund Belgard, and he was on the tee, and I turned and I said, Edmund, did you know? And he looked at me, he goes, I knew. They knew. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you know? Oh, we, we knew. Stuff? We, we knew yeah. about it. Uh, so, so, you know, that's, that's why, you know, even to this day, I'm very sad. Uh, I don't speak our language fluently. I, I know enough to get by, but uh, our parents didn't want to teach us the language because they didn't want what happened to the kids who spoke the language, what happened to them. You know, we've heard so many horrific stories what happened at the residential schools. So they really took a back seat on, on, on really trying to protect us. And uh, so that, that still hurts. But, you know, just some of the stories that we heard over and over again our, our whole lives. And then finally, when the, when the truth started coming out, now the, rest of the, now the rest of the world is really starting to realize what happened at these institutions. You can't even call them schools. But whatever happened to him, I, I went to a day school, and the day schools was probably just as bad. But we got to come home at nighttime. Uh, well, I've done extensive work with the First Nations community in mental health and addiction recovery. So yeah, uh, you get my number, please, Ted, from your PR person or our producer. And if you need anything, you let me know. And I cannot wait to get my hands on this book. I mean it, man. I can't find anybody that would say a bad word about you, Ted. So I hope things are good, and I really appreciate uh, the time today. Oh, Rod, right now, it's probably the best I've ever felt my entire life, uh, as far as mentally, and just getting over it and, and, and speaking to some people from the mental health. It, it's, a, it's a real tough situation to go through. But the bottom line, when I, when, I, when I put that pair of skates on, the only thing I want to do is just play. And when I, when I started coaching, the only thing I wanted to do was, was coach. And, you know, if they said I wasn't a very good player, that's fine. If they said I wasn't a very good coach, that's fine. But when you start making up situations to get rid of somebody, that, that's wrong. Yeah. Well, you look great, but you always look great, Ted. You know that. Thanks again, and keep in touch. Thanks, Ryan. Championship player and coach, Ted Nolan, and now author. And I'm sure pretty soon to be best-selling author. We'll be right back with a sports update and uh, audience takeover. On the way, Dave Poulin and Scott Barney. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. RP Show continues. We're going to get into a sports update here right away. Some nice plaudits and kudos coming in from Fake Gainer on Twitter. Says nothing but respect for that interview with Ted Nolan. Powerful. What a story. Holy. Beyond sports. Oh, I agree. From Jason and Red Deer. He says, great interview with Ted Nolan. Janelle in Saskatoon says, uh, I had the privilege to meet Mr. Nolan. He was the kindest man. I also love wearing my three Nolans clothing. Troy in Toronto says, Ted was so transparent, genuine, and honest. I am sure his book is riveting. Please have him back soon, not just as a hockey guy, but as a source knowledge and experience as a First Nations leader. Oh, yeah, we'll be doing that. I can't stress this enough. I've been in hockey my whole life, and (laughs) nobody that knows Ted Nolan has a bad word to say about him. We can never figure out why they blackballed him coming out of Buffalo. And I still don't know. And clearly, nor does he, but he's over it. It's just, it's, he's said hockey gave him a way out, but then he saw the ugly side of the game too. Oh, man. Nothing but respect for that guy. A sports update on this Thursday. Zach Caleros won't be in the running for a third straight CFL Outstanding Player Award. The Winnipeg quarterback has won the honor the last two years, but his teammate Brady Oliveira earned the Blue Bombers nod Wednesday for this year's award as uh, CFL MVP. The 5'10", 222-pound Oliveira, a Winnipeg product, is the CFL's rushing leader with 1,498 yards and nine touchdowns. He was unanimous choice as Winnipeg's top Canadian nominee. Around the division, CFL passing leader Vernon Adams of the BC Lions, Edmonton quarterback Trey Ford, Calgary receiver Reggie Begleton, and Riders linebacker Larry Dean were the West Division Outstanding Player nominees. In the East, Toronto quarterback Chad Kelly, Hamilton wide receiver Tim White, Montreal receiver Austin Mack, and Red Blacks running back Devontae Williams were the East Division selections. The sports update is brought to you by Common Crown Brewing, the high-quality beer behind great conversation and unforgettable memories. Visit commoncrown.ca. Last minute of play in hour one. Wayne in BC says, that was a wonderful interview. I was mesmerized by Ted Nolan. What a great man. Uh, from Da Ryder Fan, says, writes in, good day, Rod. From the 204, go Jets, go, versus Detroit tonight. Um, Swerve says, Ted for next coach of the Flames. 
Are we there now? That's where we are. Anyways, lots to get into with Moose next hour, plus Dave Poulin and Scott Barney. Coming up after this brief pause on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio, podcast and YouTube Live. And please don't forget to get your questions in during the break, 902-518-3033 in the EMJ Marketing text line. We'll be back after this brief pause. <laughs> 